0: Hello, welcome back to the Bearford Books Podcast. This week, we're a French story about a childless king and queen. A magician transformed their adopted rat into a beautiful princess, but he warns them that the magic can only change appearances. After the story, go to bearfordbooks.com to find the complete Tales of Wisdom and Wonder collection. This is a story called The White Rat which comes from the Auvergne region of France. Once upon a time there lived a king and a queen who had no children of their own. The years passed and the years passed and still no children appeared. And so they adopted a white rat. A little white female rat with pink eyes and a long twitching whiskery nose and how they doted on her. All the talk in the palace was of her sweet nature, of her impeccable manners, her delicate little pink feet, her intelligence, and if anyone dared say a single word against her, it was the dungeons for him. And so the time passed, with the white rat nibbling cheese from a golden bowl at the royal table, sitting on the golden arm of the King's throne when royal judgments were made, squatting between the ears of the Queen's horse when she went riding across the kingdom. Nothing in the world was as precious to that King and Queen as their white rat. And then, one day, a magician came to their palace. A magician, it was said, with tremendous powers. As soon as the news of his arrival reached the ears of the king and queen, they sent for him. Magician, said the king, do you have power enough to transform one thing into another? The magician bowed. Majesty, I do indeed. Do you have power enough to transform this charming creature? And the king picked up the white rat from the arm of his golden throne into a princess, into a human princess. And the magician bowed again. Majesty, I do indeed. But, but what, said the queen. But although I have the power to change her outward appearance, I do not have the power to change her inmost secret self. And the king and the queen thought about her sweet nature, her manners, her delicacy her intelligence, and they both said, we don't want you to change her inmost secret self. So the magician bowed for the third time. Then he raised his arms high above his head, shouted a strange word in a language the king and queen had never heard before and struck his hands together. There was a sudden blinding flash of light. The king and queen covered their eyes with their hands. And when they opened their fingers and lowered their hands, they saw that instead of the white rat, there was a princess sitting on the golden arm of the king's throne. And she was very beautiful, with just the faintest trace of pink in her beautiful eyes, and just the faintest twitch in the tip of her beautiful nose. The king and queen were beside themselves with happiness. They rewarded the magician with all the gold he could carry. Then they ordered the finest dressmakers to set to work, cutting and stitching until the princess's wardrobe was full of magnificent clothes. They lavished her with all their attention until they were sure that she wanted for nothing in the world. And the years passed. And the years passed. And then one day, the king decided that the time had come for the princess to get married. My sweetheart, he said, it's time you chose yourself a husband. And the princess smiled. Yes, father, of course. But who do you want me to marry? The choice is entirely yours. Just tell me who it is that your heart desires. The princess thought for a moment. Then, father, I would like to have as a husband the most powerful man in all the world. Well, the king went away and thought about that. For three days he thought and thought, and then he called the princess before him. My sweetheart, he said, I have decided that you should take the son as a husband. But the princess burst into tears. The sun? He's not powerful enough for me. It only takes one little cloud, and all his light and heat are gone. All that's left is shivering shadow. No, I want a better husband than the sun. So the king went away and thought about that. For three days he thought and thought. And then he said to the princess, My sweetheart, I have decided that you should take the cloud as a husband. But again she burst into tears. The cloud, he's not powerful enough for me. It only takes one little puff of wind and he's sent scudding across the sky and torn to tatters. No, I want a better husband than the cloud. So the king went away and thought about that. For three days he thought and thought. And then he said, my sweetheart, I have decided that you should take the wind as a husband. The wind, he's not powerful enough for me. It only takes one little mountain blocking his way and he has to turn aside. He might be able to bend the trees, but he can't shift a mountain for all his puffing and panting. No, I want a better husband than the wind. So the king went away and thought about that. For three days he thought and thought. And then he said, my sweetheart, I have decided that you should take the mountain as a husband. The mountain? He's not powerful enough for me. It only takes one noble little rat with teeth like needles and claws like thorns to nibble and scrape a tunnel right into the heart of the mountain. Why, one brave little rat could make the mountain his palace. No, father, I want a better husband than the mountain. So the king went away and thought about that. For three days he thought and thought, and then he said, My sweetheart, I have decided that you should take the rat as a husband. And the princess threw her arms around the king's neck and kissed him on both cheeks. Yes, oh yes, the rat, the wonderful handsome rat who can carve the mountain that blocks the wind, that scatters the cloud, that darkens the sun, the most powerful husband in all the wide world. And so it came about that the king and queen sent for the magician. And the magician stood before the princess. He raised his arms. He shouted a word. He clapped his hands. There was a blinding flash of light. And a white rat crawled out from under the silken hem of the crumpled dress that had fallen in a sudden heap upon the floor. And the magician bowed. I am sorry, your Majesties. As you may recall, I did not have power enough to change her inmost secret self. So the pretty little white rat was married to a handsome brown rat with teeth like needles and claws like thorns and a tail a yard long. And as for the king and queen, well, it wasn't long before they had hundreds of grandchildren, some brown, some white, some beige, some spotted, and how they doted on them all. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening.